moving, changing, shifting into its next ship. The movement is natural, or even could be that it's not. It is how we evolve. Let the shifts happen. Take responsibility for yourself each step of the way. Trust the new ship and form of your world. That is by Melody B.T. Life is always moving, changing, shifting in its next ship. The movement is natural. It is how we evolve. Let the shifts happen. Take responsibility for yourself each step of the way. Trust the new ship and form of your world. Whatever that world may be. That's the poem by Melody B.T. Good morning and welcome to Farm Life. A special weekend family engagement program that encourages and helps us to get better, each one of us. My name is Michael Mensah. I'm still right locked in here because shortly we are going to look at, as usual, a very wonderful and interesting conversation. We're going to take a short break, so stay right tuned and we'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Farm Life. And I just want to encourage you out there, if you have a product, just get connected to this is Ghana. Because Ghana is us. Ghana is us. Each one of us has a part to play for Ghana to work and to, to succeed. And it always starts with you. So if you are an entrepreneur, you make some products locally here in GH, in God's own country, why don't you get connected to this city, TV, city, FM, which will offer you the opportunity to let people know what you're doing. And as we keep doing that, then we keep getting better. They are good made in Ghana products, and we want to showcase it. and want people to come by and experience the GH feel in the This Is Ghana engagement. Don't count yourself out. Call the numbers that were advertised and you would be better for it. Yes, so yes, welcome back. And, you know, today we are looking at shift, shifting, and shifted. <laughs> shift, shifting, and shifted. 
what does that bring to your mind? Last week we had a wonderful conversation and we learned a few good things, all making us better. And we've said over and over here that if you feel that you are an end product or a finished product for that matter, then there's little room or cause for you to keep improving and getting better. But we consider ourselves as work in progress, no matter the age and the experience and the status and whatever one may be or have. And that enables you to just basically have the attitude of learning, a posture that enables you and I to just keep getting better. And there are many strands in a person's life. So if you take one area, even if you talk about faithfulness, there are different areas of faithfulness. If you take communication, there are different areas and aspects. If you take uh, affection, there are different forms and uh, expressions of affection. If you take um, kindness, even kindness has different forms. You can just show basic kindness. You can show loving kindness. You can show great kindness. So there are degrees, there are forms in all these strands. So as we are looking at shift, shifting and shifted, we are reminding ourselves that life and like the poem I just read earlier, life itself undergoes change. Somebody says the only constant thing in life is change. But sometimes we get fixated in the things we believe or want to believe or want to do. And so the question we want to ask ourselves this morning is that, is it a posture thing? Is it a selfishness thing? Is it an ignorance thing? Or is it a mix of all? And what must we do differently so that change or the shifting becomes positive action and not just a cliche for you and for me. And we are looking at the whole cohort, whether you are in friendship, whether you are just single, whether you are in a courtship relationship, you are courting somebody, or what people maybe say you are beginning to date to end up in courting, or you are married, or even maybe something else has happened. You are bereaved, you are divorced, or whatever the case may be. But in between this whole quantum of, of options and differences, each one of us would have to see the need to shift. And so that is what our conversation is about. And we trust that you bring your messages on how you have shifted, where you need to shift, how you are shifting to us on 0549 I go again, 0549986996. And I want to just mention a few things that we spoke about last week when we did shift. Today we are doing this shift, is City 97.3. And shifted. Now, a few of the things that we said was shift is a necessity for change and a critical element for adaptability. And we said that it's a change in emphasis or attitude and a change in priorities. Now, I know every word has what you call the denotation, which is the literal meaning, and the connotation, which is the implied meaning. So when we say we should shift, we are implying that we should change. Have you heard this play that the children used to in way back? I think it still goes on. Maybe now that people are more technology uh, inclined, they may not play it as much, but it's a good one. You should say, change your style, change your style, be like that, be like that. Then they say, stay. So are you going to stay? Are you going to change your style? Are you going to be like that? That's the conversation we are having this morning on shift, shifting and shifted. And I want to begin to, 
with this wonderful brother, and then I'll go on to the others. But let me remind you of a few things quickly, just as a recap. It says it's a modification of ourselves. It says making people enjoy you and you enjoying others. It says there's a need not to have an entrenched position and think that my way is always the way. And also, consideration is a very key factor when it comes to shifting. And shifting can also be born out of conviction, which is also an important one. The dynamics of life and being human instructs us to shift, similar to the poem I read earlier. And it's part of the fundamental principles that you don't shift on the principles but you shift on the others. Because where you are and what you are and where and who you are with may require certain adjustments. And so the shift is necessary. Then you may have to check your behavior patterns. There's always the need for some level of flexibility. So this is a case of rigidity versus flexibility. Then adjustment has to be an attitude. Then we have to be open for change. And change happens instantly and sometimes over time. And then uh, we also said that the inability and refusal to change is the bane of how and why some relationships suffer. And then the mindset of inclusiveness, embracing the other person for who he is or she is, and looking at the fact that you are better together than good alone. And then having a meaningful and a deep conversation or conversations and having them lovingly. So it's been said that your motive will determine your method. If your motive is just to prove the other person wrong or you need a tool to weaponize it to, to use to your advantage, then you may choose any route. But if you want the end result to have a meaningful and a, and a wonderful relationship, then you need to choose and choose carefully. So have meaningful and deep conversations lovingly. And then allow gracious feeling. We say that we are all work in progress, and so sometimes feeling or not achieving all that you set out to, to do or to be for one particular item or list may be part of the process. So graciously accept it when you are failed. Let not arrogance deprive you or the ego make you not even accept when you are out of sync or you need to make some amendments when there's a need for a shift or a shifting. And once you do that well, you end up having shifted. And also we establish the fact that do all things without malice and anger. Because those emotions are destructive emotions that will cloud your sense of judgment. And your perception may be dulled as a result. So welcome you are joining us. Keep your conversations coming. And we will try to have a good conversation with you and with everybody else. So let me go over to one of the wonderful guys. Good morning, Baba Amos. Good morning. And how are you, my brother? Oh, well, grace has kept us. And I think that um, when we give God grace, uh, space to patience. You're looking very nice. I like your shadow. Hmm. Thank you. All right. It's an honor. You see. So this. this morning. Yeah, with, yeah. With body that I can wear clothes. <laughs> Others don't have it. Yeah, you know. Always a heart of gratitude is, is also helpful. You know, so we're seeing shift 
shifting and shifted. Is it a case that is a posture thing? Does our nature, our nurturing, our nuances and our interpretations as well as our experiences have a part to play in the degree to which we adopt and the degree to which we adapt and the degree also to which we adjust? Does it have any part in this whole gamut of and scheme of things? What do you think? Well, I think that we human beings are a combination of many things. And therefore, every aspect of our life would also find that as a trait. Mm. So there are things that we came into this world inherent with them. Those are things we came with. It's part of the entire package of things that we show forth as human beings. Then there will be things that will be inculcated into us. So beyond that which is inherent are those that are inculcated into us. And this would be either by compulsion or we ourselves voluntarily who allow ourselves to be formed into. Then as we move along in terms of practice, there are things that we would also bring on board into our lives. Mm -hmm. And those will be based on the circumstances that confront us at any given space. So in terms of shifting, there are people who would find it very natural to change. There are those who find it hesitant or would have a hesitation in changing because they get used to their comfort zone. And whilst they are within their comfort zone, they do not fathom or even conceive the prospects of a change. Okay. So for those individuals, change will be a very difficult thing to conceive because they love what they are familiar with. Okay. So is, is it is it just a case of familiarity with what they are used to, or is it also a case of their being, how they see shifting or change, and how they think it will impact them, either positively or negatively? I think last week I did remark that sometimes it is a case that uh, individuals feel that the way they perceive life, everybody must see it the same way. Right. Now, that in itself requires a shift, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, so for a person who may be far more relaxed and accommodating of change in its form, whether it's rapid change, whether it's slow, whether it's whatever type of change, or shift that comes. Those individuals are there. They will be celebratory of, of the shifts. Some enjoy shifts simply because it's a shift. Others too will not shift for the mere fact that you are calling it shift. You know, because they are caught in a routine that makes them achieve their ends. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you suggest faintly or forcefully that they should shift they'll, they'll tell you shift for what because i don't see the essence of what you're talking about i have 
a routine that gives me a predictable outcome. And the mm-hmm. outcome is progressive, is productive, and it is not creating any problem between myself and other people. And everybody is achieving that. So they won't see anything called shift. Okay. But there are others too who, for them to deliver on the same thing, there ought to be constant shift. Okay. Now the question is, the one who is caught in a routine, does he notice when he can vary his positions or posture so that he can even maximize the outcome than it is right now? And then the one who is in constant mode of shift, can he pause or she pause and speak to herself and say, no, I think some tradition are also necessary. Now, when you're building tradition, you can't be in constant shift. And that is life. So you want to bequeath a legacy to your children. How do you separate that which is consistently to be held and that which has to be changed as we move along? So is shifting a difficult thing? Is it a, is it a, a, is it a walk in the park or it requires careful attention and intentionality? No, if I look at me as Amos, I mean, when I get used to doing something, uh, I, I get stuck in it. Now, if I'm to shift, it comes with a struggle. I was just trying to uh, respond to the promptings to write an acronym for shift. I, I was just on the last alphabet when... Uh, you mentioned that I should speak, but I'll, I'll, I'll come to this. And I find it that any time I'm having to shift from one space to the other, it doesn't come easy. But when it is that I weather the storm, as it were, and take the decision, I see that there is there's calmness. And that calmness produces confidence that allows me to execute what's I'm being prompted to do. So it won't be the same for everybody. Some individuals, it will be a real nightmare that they may have to consult, do all sorts of things before. But the question is, who would they consult? Would they have somebody to talk to when they are in the space that they are considering a shift? Mm-hmm. And the others too, who will say that, well, I won't change. I will be... I'll be what I am. This is what I have been. This, and this is where, when it comes to things like personality, you see... It's the most difficult space for people to shift. This is who I am. That's how I've always been. From my childhood, I have been like this. This, are, this has been my sleeping pattern. This has been my eating pattern. This has been my relationship pattern. And therefore, I have to stick and stay with it. But the question is, is that all you can do? Or can you be a bit more considerate? Giving attention to feedback that you may have received that require you to shift. Exactly the point I was going to come to that. Looking, so then to a large extent, shifting may be a struggle depending on what is at stake. Exactly. So there exactly. are light, there are light issues, there are daily occurrence issues that yeah. are little. Mm-hmm. And there are significant issues that require significant shift. Yeah, I mean, there are some shifts that if you are embarking upon, you won't struggle. There are some shifts if you are embarking upon, you won't struggle. But there are some shifts that could actually be life changing. Mm-hmm. Or life-threatening for an individual. And that one, they will hold on to it Mm. and not let go. Mm. Because they consider it as a significant... I mean, look at the hesitation with which people adjusted to the whole COVID protocols. You look at it. Even when there is the announcement of an upsurge, 
People still are in their old tracks. I recall when the, the no handshake thing. Mm. <laughs> you you are watching television. You see somebody, <laughs> especially these prominent individuals who are serving the public and the state. You go to a function, you want to shake, and then you remember. Hey, <laughs> then you redraw. You you have to shift, but that has not been a very regular default for a very long time. Okay. So resetting yourself. Mm-hmm. To a place of a new way of living, new way of carrying yourself, new way of relating with others, new way of doing things, becomes a real chore for those individuals. But for others, it may come very easy and spontaneous, okay. depending on the way they are wired. Mm. Mm. I, I, I think that's a, an interesting posture and a very true one as such, because largely who we are and how we reflect influences the things that we do. You know, and uh, I want to say that, like you rightly said, some things come to us easily and others don't. So it behoves all of us as human beings to realize that in view of who we are, what we are, and who we are connected to, mm. there may be the need for change. Mm. There may be the need for shifting. For And I think we'll look at some of the little strands and also look at the big strands. Because, for example, even when it comes to food, I think last week uh, Rev said that uh, even food, somebody may not like something. Uh, what is the level of shift? What is the level of consideration both ways? And is shift always mutual? You know, let me just say that for me, for instance, uh, um, yesterday was Friday. Yeah, yesterday I had the opportunity to shift. And I want to give a big shout out to Engelbert School because they had this francophone week. And then the last day, they had the francophonies bring food for tasting. French food. French food for tasting. And to, to me, I'm not very adventurous with food. So it's also part of the shifting. Eh? And so I got to taste, for instance... Um, couscous? Uh, yes, in the couscous, not the liquid couscous, but this one was from... Um, like Gary? Yes. The one this that this one like was Gary. from... Um, they call it uh, Dambo. It's from Niger. But ah, they say Niger. it's made from couscous. Mm. So I got to taste Dambo from Niger. I got to taste... Um, uh, what do you call it? Yetom and cassava yeah, from Central African Republic. Mm. I got to taste manioc with cassava leaves yeah, too from Gabon. Mm. I got to taste farro and tomato sauce from Burkina Faso <laughs> and stuff like that. And I think it's a, I want to give a big shout out to, to you know, we are trying to figure out made in Ghana, I mean, uh, products here. So even for a school to think of creating uh, such a posture to help us all shift or to experience things different from our culture. One of them was the okra, which tasted like okra, but they didn't. Yeah. They don't have. They, have they don't have water yeah. at yeah. all. And yeah, there was, was food from Mali, all the francophone countries. And I tasted at least about six. And do it, do it, do it, it was a shift for me because I, particularly when it comes to the proteins, I'm very particular about what I eat. I'm not fussy, but I'm particular. I don't eat anything. I eat very simple things. I can eat rice and chicken. I'm okay, but. When you give me meat and tell me that this is snake, forget. It. So I realize that it's first a mind thing. You get me? So I want to give a big shout out to Engelbert School for. No, you see, when it, comes, when it comes to thing, food, I think others should pick up, and it's a good thing. When it comes to food, yes. um, there are persons who react to certain types of food, okay. and so it's very difficult for them to change their dietary interests. For instance, I for the longest while was not eating kinky. As for fufu, I won't even go there. 
It was during the COVID period that I started eating kinky. So that's a shift. You see? And but, one but, but for me, yes. I can take soup and bread, yes. tomato soup and bread. Okay. I can take tomato puree mm. and bread. In fact, when I take flights, most of the time, it's mm. one of the things I love to take. Okay. The tomato juice mm. with bread or something. There are people who find that disgusting. Mm-hmm. They want to add salt. I don't add salt. I'm not a, a person with a habit of taking the salt, salt pitcher and putting it into it. Mm-hmm. I don't do that at all. There are people who, everything you serve them, they have to add salt. Yes. Now, for instance, mm-hmm. I, I went to Kenya and visited the Mamba village, mm-hmm. which is the largest crocodile farm in Africa. Okay. That one you point and it's caught for you. Point and kill. Point and kill. Crocodile, Crocodile farm. It's, a, it's Mamba village. It's a beautiful that, place to go. You me, know, when I saw me. when I saw it for the first time, yes. I felt quite funny. But then my friends, these are Swedes and an American colleagues, when they brought their meal and I looked at it, I said, this looks like grouper fish. Mm. If I can eat grouper fish, mm. why not try this one? Mm. And I tried it. For the first time. And I enjoyed it. Now, I have shifted from there mm. to exotic meat, for instance. So one introduction led to another one. Yeah. But she doesn't even come back to the issue. And I'll come to you, Mama, uh, Mama Dora, shortly. Doesn't it come back to the issue then that some things are trivial. Some things are uh, more or less difficult for some people because of beyond health grounds. Even when I'm taking the issue of food. Taste. Preference taste, and all those things. There's, 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 there's a psychology of eating. Because yeah. like I'm saying, for yeah. me, the fact that it's a crock, I will not be able to eat it. <laughs> if I ate it yeah. thinking it was uh, yeah. beef, and you told me after that it was crock, next time I'll be more careful when I'm eating. But yeah. I, I have to reconcile what I'm eating with what my mind tells me. So I think that shifting... Have you eaten rabbit before? Oh, yes. Rabbit, have rabbit, a cat? Rabbit. No, yeah. cat I won't. I haven't. The fact that it's cat or dog... My mind can't accept it. I want the regular one. Even if you give me goat head, I can't eat it. Because my mind will not accept it. So, does it then mean, Mama Dora, that the mind or our mindset has a lot to do with the degree and the type of shift we are willing to make? It does. To some extent, mm. it does. Mm. Like I rightly said, if it is not something that... Sorry, good morning, first of yeah, all. good morning. <laughs> if it is not something that sits with you naturally... Mm. You know, depending on the type of person that you are, yeah. some are easy to accept things. Okay, yeah. Some are adventurous. Mm. Like he, he went is. to Mamba Village. He saw what his friends brought. Mm. It appealed to him. Yes. He decided to try it, mm. to make a shift from what he's always eating yes. to this one. Yes. But like you are saying, others might take time. Mm. You see, it depends on... Uh, how they warm themselves into the situation. And I think, like we have said over and over again, it has to do with the kinds of what we are made up of, Mm. who you are. Mm. Some easily adapt. Some take time to adjust. You know, so uh, he may not have had experience before, but it's also easy, malleable, mm. you know, to accepting what it, it change is being brought before you. Especially also if the end result of that step mm. um, is not harmful. Okay. 
But if the person cannot see to the end and appreciate what it is that this step I'm taking or this change I'm taking will bring me into, that could also determine the pace at which a person changes or shifts. Okay, wonderful. So now let me come back with my second mm-hmm. uh, point. Does it mean then that some things may not be changed? For instance, with food. Does it then mean that if, for instance, you don't shift in the area of the kind of food you eat, not necessarily because it's harmful, but maybe you can't bring yourself to, to, accept. to accept it. Does that trigger the same effect like it would with when it comes to something like affection? I want you to hug me once in a while. And you see, after me, I don't hug. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I'm trying to bring in yeah, the I degree do. of the, the, the variety of things that we may need to shift in yeah. beyond the principle. Because food is not a principle. It's about preference. Mm-hmm. And so you may not like to be adventure or are not adventurous with food. That can that harm the relationship, whether it's a courtship relationship or a friendship, or particularly in a marriage, or a thing like affection. Your your spouse feels they are being suffocated because they never have you in their life. They never have you in their arms once a while. They think there should be room for conversation. And you think that, no, you always are on point, on project. And you are accomplishing, and you say, that's how I am. That's what I have been. Are the two the same? Or are there some areas that we critically need to shift while some other areas are discretional. What do you think? You see, there are areas that we critically need to shift. Okay. Is if you talk about food yes. and affection yes. are not on the same level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the food is going to come into my stomach. Okay. It's benefiting me. Yes. You know, so if a person, for example, Moses likes, he doesn't like uh, rice that is one, one, one. Okay. He likes sticky rice. Rice one, one, that's my favorite. Exactly. I'm yeah, like a Liberian. Yeah, yeah. I can eat rice morning, afternoon, evening, and uh-huh. rice water. Uh-huh. And your love. Yes. Plantain. Very soft. Mm. Y- you know. Mm. If that's what he wants, yes. and he tells me he wants, or any husband has a certain preference in terms of food, and tells my wife that this is what I want to have, yes. that should not create much problem. Okay. Because you've come into the relationship, yes. and... Uh, you have come with your differences, your mm-hmm. preferences and your differences. Okay. And one person says, look, I like food this way. Mm-hmm. That cannot be compared to affection. It's because earlier on you made a statement that uh, making the shifts uh, is necessary because it, it, will help, uh, it will help other people enjoy us mm-hmm. and you enjoy other people. Making other people enjoy you and you enjoy other people. You see, but when it comes to affection, that one is mutual. The person is telling you that, look, I need affection because that is what turns me on. That's what, you know, puts my lights on in this relationship. That's what will make me enjoy this relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, that one, you cannot say that, you know, you are too. Uh, you always like affection too much. It's a woman's thing. Mm. You know, be strong and all of that. Sometimes the reverse. Sometimes some men want the affection. The women are not giving. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but generally, but generally is the other yeah, way around. Yeah. But there are occasions that there are some women who are sold out to their work. Yes. She may be uh, an entrepreneur. Yes. She has a shop or brings yeah. in. She's an importer. Yes. Or she may be a career woman working in anything. Can That's be right. From finance to whatever. Yes. And she wants to hit the target. She wants to rise from manager to head of department mm. and she wants to get to become CEO. Mm. So her job comes first 
and comes even some that they last. Mm-hmm. So in that case, yes, so, so in that case, yes. If a husband is telling a wife, and I want to revert to the yes, the okay. school, if yes. a husband is telling your wife that, look, slow down, and I, I need you to make some time for me, and she's outsourced everything, so that the food is available, <laughs> um, the children are taken care of by governments, and maybe in some degree sometimes maybe she's even paying for it because she earns a very good income, yes, and doesn't right. have a big dent on her because as she's going higher, the pecs are coming. Are coming yeah. How should such a person? We are using a female example, but goes for the male. So, mm-hmm. such a woman consider that this is critical and not optional. So see, I mean, see, what we are trying to do here, we are trying to separate the optional from the critical. So, we are saying that food may be optional, mm-hmm. but affection is critical. It's from critical. What we are saying. Yes. So should such a person see that and begin to take appropriate action towards that? Exactly. Because you see. So? The relationship, the married relationship has a goal mm. of oneness okay. and enjoyment. Okay. You know, it's not a relationship in which you are enduring. Okay. <laughs> you, you, are, you, you, are, you are benefiting from each other mm. and you are living for the joy of the other person, especially for those of, I mean, for those of the Christian faith. You see, the other person's joy and happiness and progress and all of it, you know, you should, you should be working towards that. So that if your other half, your significant other is saying that I need affection, you would have to pause and take steps to work on that. Maybe affection doesn't come to you naturally. Some people, do naturally do not give I mean it doesn't come to them naturally they know how to give it naturally okay. but you will need to learn it you need to learn how to give affection okay. y- y- you see and so if the person you are if fortunate the person is some somebody might not complain mm. if you are not giving affection he won't complain or she won't complain we'll go look for it somewhere else okay. then things are getting out of hand but if you are fortunate the person makes it known to you that look I am starving of affection and love mm-hmm. then you will need to pause and readjust adjust and make time for this other person who is complaining that i'm not getting enough affection it is a critical area that must change you don't have to say that i am you know i've made all provisions available everything's available at home yeah. i don't see what it is that you are complaining about yeah. and the person didn't marry things mm-hmm. Or you are not in a relationship with things. You are in a relationship with a human being who has feelings. Mm. And if that person says that, I am starving, yeah. you need to do something about that. It's yeah, an I'm starving. You need to yeah. do something about yes. it. All right, thank you. So now we come to Rev. Rev. Oh. So I want to look at two things here. And in, in the interim, uh, mm. Papa Emos, you can kindly look at a, a list of, uh, and I'll come to you on that, a list of the critical mm. and the optional. So we said affection, for instance, is critical. We said feeding of food is optional. So um, Mamadoua, so we can look at uh, some of the items and we'll, uh, I will list them so people listening to us can hear. But let me get to Rev. Rev, is it the case that the motives, you know, we've said here, Papa Emos has driven it severally that your motives, your meanings, your manners, your methods, your memories, your motivations all have a part to play in this. So could it be then that the motives also, to a certain degree, determines the person's willingness, one, and two, ability to shift. Because if, for instance, the lady married a man because 
she wanted economic economic freedom. A man can provide for her. And the man also married a woman because he thinks that I want a woman to be my wardrobe, to be home, and to be my trophy. I can show her around. She's pretty. Does the motives alone influence the convergence in the sense that then the man feels that once I have provided, I'm providing for you, all you have to do is look pretty for me. Why are you saying that I'm not at home? And then why are you, I don't use the word complain, but why are you bringing it to my attention that you need me in your life? <laughs> I've bought you the car, you travel business class, or sometimes even first class. You go for holidays every year, whether in Dubai or in UK or wherever you choose. Every year I, I make it available. And to make that happen, I must work hard. So if I'm working hard to make that happen, why are you making the fuss about my not being present and not giving you affection? This is my way of giving you affection. Rev, what do you have to say to that? Uh, good morning to all of us, and thank you for this wonderful opportunity to have this conversation. And I think it's a, it's such a, a an important conversation. I mean. Uh, if a person has given you things, is giving you that, is giving you this, I think that is the 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 challenge that we are facing. You know, it's important that we learn to um, to use things and love people. You know, things cannot replace people, money, food cars, tickets for travel cannot replace people or affection for people. In fact, God himself, after he has created everything in the world, created a human being because he wanted, not that he needed, he wanted to share his love with, with, with the human race. And so he created a human race, you know, uh, uh, to, to love the human race. In the same way, no matter how rich you are, no matter how poor you are, people are important in your life. And you need to focus on people. Don't worry that you don't have money. It should be a concern, but don't let it drive you crazy. Because you have love, you have grace, you have keep capable of making people happy without money or with money. So people must rise above this uh, craze of materialism. I mean, we sometimes you can be caught in materialism. Yeah, right. let, me, so, let me come in right there uh, about you You make it. Because, you know, somebody will tell you that we don't eat love. Love does not pay the bills. <laughs> love does not put the gas cooker in the kitchen. Love does not bring the nice car that does not give you trouble. Well, so, I, I, if I need to work to bring the, the money in, where are you coming in with where you are coming in with yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting because I've heard that several times, mm. and whatever I hear that I defend, I defend that. Okay, so we eat defense? love. We eat love. We really? eat love. We may not eat love physically, okay. but we eat love eternally. Okay, you know In there is a way? there is an internal life, mm. and there is an external life. Okay. There is an intrinsic life, mm. and there is an extrinsic life. And people tend to focus on the external more than the eternal, okay. and sometimes that's what we caught up in 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 the in the in the in the web, because if 
you do not examine your motives, yeah. which is eternal. Yeah. If you do not want to leave lasting good memories, yeah. which may be intrinsic, yeah. it may not be external, yeah. Yeah. then you may not be able to touch lives. <laughs> because there, there, there are, we are motivated differently. Yeah. And pity is you if you are motivated only materially. And you are not motivated intrinsically. For example, I give this example. Yeah. That if you see a little child by the roadside wanting to cross the road mm. and is crying and he's not able to cross and you see the child, you get on the road courageously, stop yeah. all the cars, yeah. you plead with them to stop mm. and you take this little child to cross the road mm. and you rob the child's back and they said, have a good day. Mm. Now, that child cannot pay you any money. But you'll be a very happy person, yeah. extremely happy person. And that memory will live with that child for the rest of his or her life. Yeah. That is intrinsic value. And so we, we should appreciate the internal, and I would say the eternal, okay. lasting, okay. before we come to the external, which is material but and all that. society is driving at us, or society is giving us the, the rivers. Well, the external before the internal because it's like the optics is what matters. You come driving a nice, uh, what four wheel. Well, even if you get to a filling station, the way they salute you and the way they serve you is different from when you come with your <laughs> with your 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 white or your your small car. Even when they are serving you, they, are, they have a frown. I think, I think I think that those things those yeah. things are actually defined and determined by individuals' internalized values. Exactly, and I was going to get because into that. because see, yeah. it's your value system. Mm. Yeah. That will speak to those. Exactly. Now, if you have poor value systems, it will give you up when yeah. it comes to these matters, for mm -hmm. instance. I was looking for a particular quote. I, I couldn't get it. But it's important that individuals are... That's why I tend to be more, I mean, descriptive than being prescriptive. Mm -hmm. Because situations will require you to ad be adaptable. Exactly. Now, rigidity... Is, 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 is a problem in this life because human beings are not cast in stone and they are changing consistently and constantly. So in relating with people, there's a need to have the core values. But with the core values also come the practical applications of same within different contexts and settings with different people. So people, when when I hear people say, "Oh, you don't eat love, love doesn't pay bills, love," I I I I, I, I cringe because I, I do too. I have sat with countless persons who have everything minus love, and they are struggling, and they have become disenchanted. Can, Some have become even suicidal. Can you repeat that statement? Now it's important for yes. people to understand that love, unless you are just minimalizing or or you you are reducing love to feelings. Exactly. Then that is why you say it doesn't pay bills. Exactly. But if you understand the entire gamut of what love does, mm. the kind of healthy hormones it produces in a person, mm. that gives you good health. Exactly. The health benefits the, of love. The, the, the dopamines and the, uh, I tell you, and the oxytocin Mickey, and all. Eh? The, 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 the health benefits of the presence of love, the assurance of love, the thought of being loved and loving, mm. Cannot be monetized, though. Mm. Exactly. Money can buy love. In fact, I, I come from the school of thought that says money 
actually cannot buy love. Any love that money can buy is really, really reducted. You see, so there's a need for people to come to a point of... Re- of course, you can't say only love. Mm. You, you, I, I, I teach love plus. Mm. If you're talking about sex, sex plus. Mm. If you're talking about money, it's money plus. Mm. Because I sat down. We're going to speak to a meeting and they ask the question, is love sufficient to hold a um, relationship or marriage? Mm. And Evelyn and I were going through the gamut of things. Okay. We asked, is money enough? And we said no. Okay. Is beauty enough? We said no. Yeah. Is good home enough? It's, we said no. Yes. Is good value systems enough? It's no. Yes. It's a good it's, example enough. You know, yes. a good example enough. We realize that all those things are themselves alone not enough. So, so we came to the conclusion yes. that what is enough are the two people. Yes. Okay. All other things put aside, the two people are enough. And they must come to a point of saying that the two of us together yes. are going to walk this walk together. That is the only thing that will be enough. So what is enough is a two, the two willing persons. to work together. Yes, they got to walk together, work together, brave the odds, mm. swim against the tide. Mm. I mean, go through turbulent moments. With you God. Know, I mean, with God. With God. You need that partnership. Because if you don't have that partnership, look, you can have all the things that you wish for. Mm-hmm. And you still become suicidal. You still become disillusioned. Mm. You still become disenchanted. You not actually enjoy affection. You become disaffectionate. Mm. Wow. So that means that we need to be careful of the sights and the sounds that we hear and see. Yeah, I mean, people pay too much attention to the aesthetics. Okay. Exactly. You know, the, the whole story of building beneath the waterline. Exactly. The persona. Yeah. We, we, we look for the aesthetics, the color, the ambience, the, all those things. Applause. applause, public applause. So you're building literally on, on a very shaky foundation, a structure that is so heavy and imposing that it gives you a name. But, so we've got to dig under the rubble and remove the things that don't hold the trusses together. Yes. And today, that's the painful bit that a lot of people focuses on what gives eye appeal. The eye appeal. The eye appeal. Because it appeals only to the eye. But when you take the veneer off, yes. there's no substance. Be, be different from the sustained... Yeah. Because it's the, it's the substance yes. that holds it. So people but are the veneer is good. I mean, Evelyn and I had a, a very lengthy conversation driving to Accra on this thing of the outward and the inward. Because so you need it, both. It is substance versus form or substance and form. You see, in Chi, they say something. Oh. My mother is one of my mother's so, favorite things. So it means that there is one <laughs> that is... is <laughs> she will tell you, Michael. <laughs> you see, so there is the, there is the essential one yes. and there is a non-essential. Yes. But you can't say because you have essential, you ignore the non-essential. Exactly. exactly. This is no. where, I, I, when I, I hear I, words I like, this is petty. It's a word that I never use. Mm. This is petty. Mm. This is trivial. Yes. In a relationship, nothing, nothing is, is trivial. trivial because it's actually the small things that, that are the big things. Yes. And so, if somebody is having a certain concern about a matter, mm. in a relationship, you never say this is petty. You never say this is trivial. So you never me, say this is small. Because the reason why it needs attention is because it is small. So, let me come to your word. Me and words once again. Mm. Can we also once again replace the word complaint with the word consent? Consent. Right. I mean, consent. So, when somebody brings, are some, very important. brings their consent to your attention, mm. don't say they are complaining. 
Because you see, how we interpret what people are saying. This is like doing. nagging. Mm. Yes. So because when a person is actually nagging, they are telling you, they are bringing their concerns to your attention, mm. and you have concluded that they are nagging. I, I like what Dr. Hobson uses mm. oftentimes, mm. and I've been also using it. Mm. He says, instead of looking at it as nagging, mm. why don't you see it as cry for help? Mm. You notice that nagging, the connotative effect of nagging is that it causes you to become defensive. And you have to repel it and push it off. Mm. But when you see it as cry for help, yes. it changes your posture, it changes your attitude, and it changes your response. So if we can all take a, a learning from that, rather than say, that's why, you know, I, I, I did a series, Concerns That a Spouse Has. Mm. Because I've heard about complaints, complaints. But when you, comp- the word complain, it becomes a put-off. Yeah. But that's the general thing that you hear. He's complaining. Yeah. My wife is complaining about this. My <laughs> husband is complaining about this. Yeah. But a few individuals who say, my spouse has concerns about this particular way. I mean, uh, like and, even and, and my outfit. Uh, in choosing my clothes, my daughters always have concerns. And that's the right way to put it. It is, it is as if I don't know how to choose it. So now I have left it for them. Is it not the Unless, case? of course, they are not around. It also, and it's a collaborative it effort, of course. Case, one key element, the interpretation, the meanings. Because if you come and say, oh, wear the blue shirt instead of the green, somebody sees that control. Somebody sees it uh. not as a suggestion, but as an instruction. So isn't it all those things but, that but it depends on It depends yes, on how it is, delivered. It, is, it is delivered and how it is interpreted. Uh-huh. So I'm looking at the interpretation. It's, it's both sides. I'm at the interpretation. I mean, interpretation, yeah. I believe, is key. Uh-huh. It's key in everything. Yeah. I mean, of course, there must be something before you interpret it. Yeah. If there's nothing, there's nothing to interpret. Mm. I mean, if there's even nothing, you have to interpret it, mm. you know. Yeah. So, but the tools of interpretation yeah. are also important. Mm. Mm. You see, mm. is your interpretation, interpretation pragmatic? Mm. Is, it, is it practical? Mm. Is, it, is, it, um, is it based on history? Mm. Is it based on facts? Is it based on 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 truth mm. is it based on the culture where the person is coming from and the practices he has been in for 30 years <laughs> you know are you looking at the person in contest of from babyhood to adulthood mm. or you're looking at just his adult life so interpretation you know, and, and I think that relationship, it's a careful thing, mm. it's a patient thing, mm. it's a gracious thing, it's a learning process, and in that context, mm. that's where the shifting comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. first of all, you shift in the way you have done your things, okay. because another person has come into your space, and so you need to shift, yeah. and then you have to keep Shifting. (laughs) (laughs) Until you have shifted. (laughs) Until you have shifted. And while doing that, your partner must see that you're making progress. Someone significant, big jump Mm -hmm. and leaps. But sometimes it doesn't happen that way. The shifting can be like, you know, quicksand, very slowly under your feet, but it's going. (laughs) You know, right. and you need to recognize that and appreciate that and encourage that and and uh, affirm that. Mm. 
then together, because the goal of God, it's, it's growth in oneness. God has a goal. It's not just about the two of you. He has a goal, and his goal is for you to be more like him in, in terms of uh, 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 his morality and his, his graciousness, his, his love for people, and so on and so forth. And so I, I, I think that if we look at shifting from the internal to start with, you know, because some people, because of their mindset, or let me add their heart set, you know, the motive, it's, it's totally centered on themselves. They can't contain another person. They can't uh, make allowance for the other view. Mm. And they can't accept the other person's stand on issues. So in that sense, you know, you need to examine your motive. Why do you want the person to change? Why do you want the person to, to shift? You know, and sometimes it is not really the person. You have to shift. Because when you shift or when you are pleasant everybody around you will be pleasant if you are healthy everybody around you will be healthy if you're poisonous everybody around you will be poisoned if you are hurting and let's use the word complaining everybody (laughs) around you will be hurting and complaining so it's a it's a it's an infectious thing. Okay. All it's right. an infectious thing. So, so Madi, let me come to you quick. Thank you, Rev. Um, for if you are, you are joining us, okay, so for the avoidance of doubt, I'm in the studio with Amos Kevin Annan, uh, Mrs. Dora Okwe-Norty, Reverend Moses Okwe-Norty, and we are discussing shift, shifting, and shifted. And we are ably produced by Philip Milati, and still supporting and praying for our co-producer, Nashika Caesar, who, did her, who and her students did their mom to rest not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And then we have technical support, as always, from uh, ever cool and calm mm-hmm. and supportive and, sus- and, 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 and consistent Okla Danso. Mm-hmm. Keep your messages coming on 0549986996 on WhatsApp or Telegram, and we'll share and we'll discuss and where we have to offer support or mm-hmm. Uh, council will give it back in in, in, in good measure. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I asked Papa Amos and Mama Dora to kind of try and segment a few of the areas which are mm-hmm. critical or important and the ones that are optional. Mm-hmm. And we started with the fact that something like affection was critical mm-hmm. and something like food was optional, even though food can be a thorny issue, like mm. squeezing the middle of the pace can be. Mm. But we are saying that there are critical areas mm. that must be considered, and there are areas that one must be more flexible in. Mm. Somebody said that when it comes to principle, be as solid as a rock. Mm. When it comes to f- fashion or taste, mm. swim with the tide mm. or go with the flow. Mm. You know, John Maxwell says something. He said, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. Uh, Rev mentioned the fact that... Uh, God expects us to grow or growth is part of the process. Mm. So then, does it mean then that you can shift or have shifted 
but maybe you may not have gone out, out of that shift. <laughs> Am I being philosophical? Mm-hmm. You may have shifted. Mm-hmm. But maybe the shift was circumstantial or it was a cover-up or it was for the optics. But it did not lead to effective growth and the right kind of transformation or change that will benefit the union. Am, am I, is my, my, my point clear? So that'd be like an oscillating shift. Exactly. So we are, we, comes the, back. Yeah, so we are going to look at the types mm-hmm. of shifts. But please mm-hmm. uh, tell me a few of the areas that you think that, then I come to Papa Embos, that mm-hmm. you think that the areas are that are critical mm-hmm. and the areas that are optional. Mm-hmm. In your so we mentioned affection. Okay. You know, that touches the other person. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the relationship, once the other person shows concern, mm-hmm. then you need to give it attention. Okay. Uh, money okay. Uh, also is a critical area. You know, uh, your communication, communication, how you communicate, your choice of words, your tone of words, when to speak and when not to speak, I think it's also a critical area. Essentially, the entire relationship that we have or the relation it has to do with communication okay. whether verbal or non-verbal right. you know some haven't spoken and yet their silence goes deeper than the words you hear in your ears mm. you know your your faith in god mm. those are things you cannot compromise on um and in in the position on children okay. you know you share about children is very critical you know this week I had a story about a child telling the mother that, look, I had a very quiet life until you gave me some suggestions I followed and my life has not been the same again. Wow. And, and, you know, I had to tell the mother in the face point blank that, look, I do not want to have anything to do with you. Wow. You know, That's so those can be very painful ones. Yeah, so I yeah. think these are, I mean, I have exhausted the list. Yeah. Affection, money, children, faith in God, communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and then children you know, and parents. Yeah. So let me pick... Uh, non-essential. Okay. Thank, thank you so much. Let me pick. Then, then I come to non-essential. I'm trying to pick the essentials, mm. and then anybody has any. I, so we have I think I give a hint of yeah. where I was going to come from. That I would focus on principles and values that people have, because you see, when you when you develop a set of values and principles, they cut across all facets of life, mm. and those become critical in this life. So you find that faith is in that. Mm-hmm. You find that money is there. Mm-hmm. You find that affection will be there. Okay. Do you, Rev mentioned something, use things and love people. people. This is a value system. So the person who lives by this kind of tenant, you see that when it comes to money, property and stuff like that, their attitude towards it is different from one who has the reverse. Now, and so one other area will be, say, attitude. I mean, we know that when you talk about attitude, it's not just what you see. It is mindset, it is emotions, and it is behavior. So, in which areas do you manifest these things? Um, And here I would encourage people to go and read the prayer of serenity. Says God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and, and wisdom, wisdom to know, to know the, the difference. difference. So, at every material moment, a person must have this mindset that mm. there are things I can change, mm-hmm. there are things I cannot change, okay. and we have to come to a place of accepting. I, I was thinking about even the whole shift. Mm. Who measures which shift is what shift? Yeah. Is it that one person shifts all the time and the other stays 
on the same stand. That's also possible. You see? So, even, even when we are looking at the shift, yes. people should be careful not to be going to look at you to shift. It's about you. It's about you as an individual. Mm-hmm. You as yeah. a person, yes. not the other. Yes. Uh-huh. The, the focus because is on you. The focus is on you, so rather. When, when the individual shifts, when the individual and the individual is committed to shifting, then the, the, the union or the relationship will be wet as well because there will be convergence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you are accommodating the other from your perspective. Similarly, mm-hmm. the other person is accommodating you from their perspective. But when, that's why we said that, is it a person type thing? Is it interpretation? Is it a mm-hmm. motive thing? Because sometimes some people don't want to shift. Like the example we have given mm-hmm. with affection. Mm-hmm. I'm providing. Provision is key. I'm providing. I'm meeting that need. Mm-hmm. So why should I shift? So then that becomes a one-off or one-way. Do you know uh, that, do you know that someone will put provision yes. above love? Yes. Yes. And they would categorize provision as, as critical and love as optional. Yes. In fact, somebody will put somebody's yes. interpretation of provision mm. Would be that that is their expression of love. Exactly. Yes. That's yeah. that's so, that's why I was yeah, coming exactly. to. Exactly. You see, you, you can have. That's why I I think I agree with what uh, Emerson. Uh, um, Rev, kindly hold your thought, mm-hmm. and we have to go for a short break, mm-hmm. and then we'll be right back. <laughs> uh, you can keep your messages coming on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six on WhatsApp or Telegram, and we will surely share it as well. And then uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. This break. City 97.3. Accra. Come on, everybody. Let's fight Corona. Hello, Ghana Dukum Avenue. A Duke of it 19 for Botabuyawa. Namadua, Kedabla, and Yinadua Botabuya do method the Seattle. Modina, AstraZeneca, Claire Johnson and Johnson, Yodana me yoko chopewi and nijiina, Pfizer kweodana me yoko chopewi at tonjiina, ne fofua, do Modina, alo Pfizer, abuya dopewe nye kwoji, suku kwoji, asiume, evutodopeo, solimeo, plowo nutuame. Abotabu yao akpotao, ewa na doha, eye mefade kakagao, ana COVID-19 dolele anaga kakao, eye akpotao, bena gadget osesie alo akuo. Chowo ID da siyade, alo COVID-19 botabu yafa maleviada siyi. Na edo abu yavwa, to abeminiti ewo iwi aton, havina jola abu yadofo, neto truade ha vala menao labu yadofo mebwea, yidoyofe yitede unwo. Yeji, na do ngochi chonwa, na kloa sikla janle, le chisi simla te, cho sanitizer yime akohole, tutu asi, eye dome chichonava wo kwa mebubu odome. Bodo kuyo kloa ufume tota, do abu yabewa kota ole COVID-19 doleli ya un, nyatakaka yacho Ministry of Health, Ghana Health Service, kwepepede unto ugo. More variety. Welcome back. I thought it would be different. I was hoping by now I would be closer. Have it all figured out. Been counting the reasons. Been feeling the weight of all of my failures and every mistake. Although I cannot see, I know you promised me you are making a new heart where the old one used to be. I'm going to be changed a little each day. Even when I fail, even when I fall, I'll trust you. When you say I'm going to be changed, by your grace, you won't let me stay the same as yesterday. 
I'm gonna be changed. Let's hear Sanctus Real. We did your hot song change and we'll be right back. Thought it'd be different Was hoping by now I would be closer Have it all figured out Been counting the reasons Been feeling the way Of all of my failures And every mistake And though I cannot see I know you promised me You're making a new heart Where the old one used to be I'm gonna be changed A little easier Even when I fall I trust you when you say I'm gonna be changed By your grace You won't let me stay the same as yesterday I'm gonna be changed in the mirror I see in my face the pain that I've carried is being replaced there's a brighter future I see it in my eyes there used to be darkness but now there's a fire and now that I can see everything you promised me you're making a new heart I'm not who I used to be I'm gonna be changed A little easier Even when I fall I trust you when you say I'm gonna be changed By your grace You won't let me stay the same as yesterday I'm gonna be Welcome back. I look in the mirror, I see my face, the pain that I carried mm. is being replaced. Mm. There's a brighter future, I see it in my eyes. Mm. There used to be darkness, but now there's a fire. There used to be darkness, but there's fire. Mm. That's portions of the words of change, change. by Sanctus Real. So welcome loved ones, mm. and uh, we hear Papa Emosis additional okay so uh, critical areas so i i, I raised the issue of attitude and i mm-hmm. said that within the attitude is mindset mm-hmm. emotions mm-hmm. and then behavior okay. or manners they will all be part of it mm-hmm. then comes the issues of habits okay. shifting habits is a critical bit mm-hmm. um language use okay. i want to broaden the communication mm-hmm. to language use you know language use is is really really scary mm-hmm. today People use unsavory language. Mm. They are communicating, husband and wife, but the the content of what is being Said. deployed is, okay. is, is disturbing. Yeah. Now, v- family, yeah. shifting family, you know, then health and well-being. These two are congenital twins. We have to keep them together, health and well-being. That's also an area that I believe that people should pay attention to because then that comes into, brings uh, the issue of food, 
um, this fuzzy stuff, mm. fuzzy, poor dieting, um, lack of rest, and all those things, they are there. Okay. Not disciplining mm. yourself mm. to stay away from mm. certain things that right. you know as you age, you don't have to eat. Yeah. And then you are driven by taste rather than a choice <laughs> and discipline. Mm. Thank you, thank you so much. Mama, Mama, Mama Dora, and I come to you, what are some of the optional ones in, in, from your perspective? Optional ones, yes. we mentioned food. Uh-huh. Um, maybe the types of recreation that we should have. Okay. Um, we can be flexible on that okay. as family. Or the TV programs that we should watch. Does anybody have? I think games, something like games. Yeah. Games, for instance. Yeah. Comes on the fun and recreation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fun and creation. About clothing. Clothing. Yeah. People say that, yes, my dad, and I have to say my dad used to make my Clothing dad, and closet. Mm-hmm. Okay, my dad used to say, a yes, closet yes, is yes, That's a fancy word. I'll say, mm-hmm. wash your crew and yim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me, I like right. Wash your crew and yim. It means that a librarian, crew is a librarian. Yeah. So you see that, and you know librarians and rice are inseparable. Mm-hmm. So you see that, <laughs> you look at the face of a librarian before, say, to it. Before you give him rice yeah, or hair rice, yeah. so doesn't then it's clothing that trivial? Because they say they look at your dress to address you. Mm. So it's clothing just for the optics, or clothing yeah, also yeah. defines you. They say they say your the way you dress will mm. reveal your residential address. Mm. Mm. This is the late so, Pastor so, Bimbo. So, 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 so can clothing <laughs> move from being optional? To being critical, depending like, on like, just like the issue of the food and depending on what's at stake. So, uh, like, so we are saying that we are just giving areas, broad, but these are just broad, broad areas. Broad yeah. But that doesn't mean that yeah. it's fixed. There. But what even even that? the issue of friendship, for yes, instance, yes. would it be critical or non-critical? Because if your friends are a bad influence on you and your spouse friends has is critical, and your, and your spouse has a concern mm-hmm. about it, then you need see, to a person whose personality is not so much given to relationship mm-hmm. will not see friendship as critical. You would rather see productivity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Delivery at the end mm-hmm. is what matters to them than yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making yeah. friends and being yeah. happy and, mm-hmm. and being cozy with everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. That's wonderful. So these are all areas that we are looking we at. We can add neighborliness. Okay. Neighborliness. I think that should come to the critical part. Mm-hmm. Neighborliness. We're losing it big time in the area of being good neighbors mm-hmm. as a nation. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Strange that somebody right. can live next door for so now, three months and not know who is there. Because, because last week we were unable okay, to so address some of the. Yeah, thank you so much. So now at least we have uh, a fair idea, and folks, those listening to us also can mm-hmm. wrap their minds around it and then see. But we are seeing that there are critical areas and there are optional areas. And don't trivialize when somebody thinks an area is critical and for you is optional. Mm-hmm. But listen with, with, with a heart to, to really hear what they are saying mm-hmm. and then where necessary and where appropriate, do the shift. And very shortly, you'll be looking at, in the midst of um, you look, reviewing your messages and, and, and bringing them up, we'll be looking at the types of, of shift. So um, you can bring your messages, like you said, on 0549-986-996. So uh, kindly let's go to the messages, and then we'll come and look at the the kinds of shift and whether it's optical, whether it's permanent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please, I sent this message last week, but it wasn't addressed. Could you please address it today? I never loved my man before marriage. 
Okay, so this is a repeat message. Sorry, we couldn't address it this last week, so we are giving it attention today. I married him out of pity, and not at and now at the least thing, this man will insult me and refer to my past life. Okay, so please let's take note. Counselors, counselors came in, but to no avail. The insults have become a daily bread. There is no communication between us, and he doesn't want to be corrected. What should I do? He doesn't want to be corrected. Counselors have come in, no avail. And he insults her at the least opportunity and it's become like a daily bread. So what should uh, she do? It's a she because said, I married him out of pity. She married him out of pity. Mm. And so what should she do? He said, he hasn't, he, he wasn't like that before marriage. We are not intimate anymore because I don't have any feelings for him. This marriage is just nine months. There's no love affection and happiness in their marriage the only thing he does is give housekeeping money at the end of the month thinking that's all about it this cindy from adentan so please uh, take note then let me go to this thread from oub about a month ago this lady i was friends with just said to go cold okay i think we address we address first on last week because i remember but i already did all the same things you see just but i know we addressed it that he should give the right interpretation give the person space because she may be going through things and needs to decide. But I read it all the same. About a month ago, this lady I was friends with just decided to go cold on me for no reason. She kept saying I haven't done anything wrong. Yet she asked nicely to other people and treats me like a total stranger. I've done everything possible to get her to talk to me, but she still kept mum. I visited her twice and she never even bothered to speak a word to me nor look into my face. Mm-hmm. Why should this be happening? I broke my personal rule of walking away from people who suddenly go cold on me. Yet I got treated this way. Why? Um, that's Fred. I think we addressed it. And said, Good morning, a, a woman and gentlemen. The concept refers to a process through which one has to move to and through on a course to achieve a particular target. That's the word shift. Now into a relationship, it is purely compromising. And it demands a profound maturity. This is from Minister Edu Jenfi Isaac, a teacher from Bedu SHS in the Tain district. Okay. Blessed mm-hmm. birthday. Okay. That was okay. Where that's last the case. Mm-hmm. Good morning. We have been married for one year now. My husband is married to his work. I think we address this one too. Yes. But I'll read it. He, okay. So let's go to the next one. What should you do when the shift is a nuisance to you? My husband keeps reminding me all the time of my failures. This is cool quote from Ampobi. What if the shift is a nuisance to you? So I think we have to give an interpretation. The shift is a nuisance to you. What is the shift about? Is he bringing up particular issues? That's what Kukwa is bringing up. That we can good. Good morning, farm life. Please, I have a question. How do you see a shift that has has to do with hormonal changes? Okay, among women. We looked at this NS from Rwanda. We looked at that one too. Okay. Good morning, farm life. I'm a driver from Morocco. Please, my husband of eight years said he doesn't love me anymore. He started cheating on me four years after marriage with the different women. He even told me, even to one of them, he doesn't love me and is only with me because of the children. He doesn't have love to me. He doesn't make love to me unless I initiate it. He left home for several occasions for days or weeks to be with another woman. We don't do anything together as a couple. I'm not happy with this marriage and I'm always lonely even when he's home. He actually moved from our matrimonial bedroom for a year now. I don't want my children to experience a broken home. 
what should I do? So I think that that ends it. Mm. So please, and uh, who is that? Any of it that we haven't done? I'll just take this one uh, very quickly. Okay. Um, he wasn't like that before the marriage. Mm. That's quite striking. Okay. Now, so we've got to look at how he was before the marriage and then try to understand what has brought about this significant change, which is becoming a nuisance, because this is a shift to the nuisance value. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see? So she, she needs to look at that. But there's a general thing that I also want to address with respect to what she said. It's important to understand that in the marriage union, it's about commitment, not necessarily about feelings. Much as you want to make the person feel at home, feel respected and all those kinds of feelings, commitment is placed higher above the feelings because feelings can change suddenly. And feelings don't tend to be very consistent. Yeah. So commitment must hold center. You wake up a morning, you don't feel like loving your spouse, but you're committed to them. And that should be higher, a calling for, for, for coupling. Now, the, the person was talking about sh- shift, which has nuisance value. I think that when shift becomes shift for the sake of shift, mm-hmm. it's of nuisance value. Because yeah. there's no instrument to measure its benefit or its productive end. And then it just becomes, with the DBI also, sir. DBI, you are sh- shifting. Then there's, in a relationship, there should be a certain element, a degree of predictability. So it's not every facet of your life that will have to shift. It is the things that are not helpful to the relationship. That we're talking about, there ought to be a shift. So these, were the, these are the two I'll speak to. But I think in that one too, she had said that she married him out of pity. Out of pity, yes. That pity thing. That pity thing is something we need to prove. Because if it was out of pity, then to start with, the very reason for which she was going into it... Um, wasn't the right the motive wasn't yes it wasn't the right motive yes it is out of pity you know sometimes you can you can see a person and you can see all the red red flags but you feel that look everybody's marrying therefore i have to marry everybody is in a relationship i have to be in a relationship that one you know it's kind of like a non-starter to start with yeah, this is more like a messianic marriage. Uh-huh. You know, you come into a place where you're going to rescue someone, and out of pity, you're going to rescue them. So wouldn't that even make it more painful when now you feel the guy I did a favor exactly. to? I mean, yes. could it be that he had lost the, somebody? The guy I did a favor to now is, is paying pain. me back with, with, with this. Uh-huh. So the very the basis daily of bread, the relationship, the daily bread of, you know, so that, that's why it's not surprising, you know, what is happening now in they haven't gone too yeah. far. This is just nine months into, nine the, months. Re- into the relationship. They can get help. You see, this is just nine you months into you the you relationship. You see, I, I think that um, sometimes people have not prepared themselves to get married. You see, you think somebody into your life will make you. Mm-hmm. You, okay. must, you must be sufficient and content with yeah. God and with yourself. If you're not satisfied with yourself, nobody can make you satisfied. Okay. You know, that is the starting point. So, so with the, 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 the station now, she's in the marriage. Yes. And yeah. she's married out of pity. So mm-hmm. what can she do? How can she 
reframe? How can she realign? What can she unlearn or relearn? And how can she make things? He says it's become like the daily bread of chastisement. Every day the guy is insulting it mm-hmm. and then using the shift. As, mm-hmm. So I think one of the areas should be looking at this. have come in several times, in, yes, but, but there's no, there's it, no, it hasn't yes, it hasn't worked. Yeah, I, so I, I want to ask you to look at that one and the second mm-hmm. one of the woman whose husband is flirting mm-hmm. with other women they've mm-hmm. for eight years. Mm-hmm. I want us to combine the two, then we mm-hmm. go on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that, you know, the individual, mm-hmm. you know, um, much as what I'm saying may be easier than done, I mean, there's always the principle that you have to be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. You have to be content with yourself. And if that is being eroded, you've got to build it back again. You've got to build your self-esteem on things that are more uh, solid and and permanent, okay. like your faith in God, your okay. trust in God, okay. your 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 fellowship in God, mm-hmm. your 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 value system. You know, sometimes people blame themselves when there is nothing to blame themselves for. Okay. Maybe the cause from the other person, not you. Yeah. So you you have to be careful not to be hard on yourself and get into self pity or wanting another person to make you happy. Mm-hmm. So it's important that this lady will take her eyes momentarily off the husband and on herself and build her contentment in God, develop a mindset of self-esteem and a value system that she can enjoy with or without the man. That is the critical point. You see, if a person builds self-value, then from that strength, you can extend a help on her ear to your spouse. Mm. So so I think that to start with, this this lady need to examine her own life and grow in some value system. Mm. You know, grow in, if he's a Christian, mm. then I would say that, you know, uh, allow God to transform you, to, uh, to build you up through the scriptures, and, and the word and so on and so forth. Rev, will it will it be helpful also to see that she should seek professional help? Because yeah. I think that looking at both scenarios, mm-hmm. they are they are they are where you said counselors have come in. Often when we talk about counselors, maybe it's church counselors and mm-hmm. stuff, but there's professional counseling. Mm-hmm. I think that probably there's a need for them to have a conversation that we are at almost the make or break stage. Mm-hmm. So let us both submit to a third party who is maybe a qualified or licensed or professional counselor yeah. who would take the necessary actions. Because sometimes what happens is that because counseling has a religious slice to it, mm-hmm. people often walk away. But when you go for professional counseling, for instance, mm-hmm. they'll take you through their, their assessments that you do. Mm-hmm. It will straight away show you that there's even from your origin, it was so many assessments. It was straight well, away. Well, there was well, Mike, often because we are generally religious people, mm-hmm. the, the church counseling, much as is very good and very much appreciated, mm-hmm. sometimes has a tone of, uh, what's the word to use, mm-hmm. of, of softening these issues, even mm-hmm. though they are hard. Mm-hmm. But then when you, sometimes it gets to a point, so I'm not rolling out church counseling, mm-hmm. it's very important mm-hmm. and still is relevant. Mm-hmm. But once you say that they've done it and it's not working, mm-hmm. sometimes there's a need to also have a third party, mm-hmm. a professional 
counselor who will take you through the the models mm. that, so that I know that they you can make an informed decision because mm. what is happening is that mm. for the guy who also is also flirting mm. most of the time when people are flirting they don't want they will try and control you and say I won't go but it gets to a point where you must put the person down you just want the children to have a broken home mm. but when a father is flirting as he's flirting they're not intimate unless she initiates mm. it how do you know if you not bring it home some SDI mm. so your well-being is also important so she needs to as a matter of course we're always saying don't complain mm. don't fight mm. have a fair conversation if there's a need for a third party yeah. to have that conversation have it because he married you and he owes you an obligation there's always you know i often say that don't break what you can untie mm. so first try to untie and the untying sometimes requires you to bring in a third party mm. you know some people when they do the wrong thing they don't even listen to your pastors mm. they are very uh, opposed to them mm. and not listen to reason so mm. sometimes you need to face the issues mm. and be ready for the consequences mm. sometimes that's how it goes because what is happening now is that largely people are taking advantage of people like we are saying people think that once i'm married to you then it's, 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 it's a license to misbehave and we need to politely but kindly but and firmly sometimes bring people to that reality like you know that's why even under the law or the ordinance you can't go and remarry another one mm. that's bigamy mm. so sometimes people must also know that whilst you are bringing a carrot there's also a stick but largely because, you know, in the church setting, mm. we always want harmony. Mm. So that the harmony precedes the other thing, which is yeah. right and good. Mm. But sometimes people should also be made to be aware of their responsibility. Because when you marry the person, you have a responsibility of chastity, of fidelity, mm. and of commitment. And I am a little bit on but that's but, what I think. You see, you can't detach the church from professional counselors. I was counseling. coming to that. Because no, there no, are, no, there no, are no, professional no, no, counselors. No, 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 Rev, you can. You can. But there are also, you see, there are two types of counselors. No, uh, 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 maybe you need to listen no, to. No, please let me lie. <laughs> you can detach church counseling mm. from professional counseling. You can. Mm. Because a professional counselor does not take sides when it comes to religion. Mm. But there are some professional counselors who are Christian counselors, who are professional and can add what they call theosophic uh, Christian therapy and things to no, their but, but a professional counselor mm. may do the integrated if mm. he is a Christian counselor. If he's not a Christian counselor, he's just a professional counselor. He will go purely according to the the rudiments mm. of of counseling. You get me? You but see, I'm not negating what you are saying. You but largely, I think what we need to what we need to, what we need to be careful you know about what we need to be careful yes. about is not to get into the quandary between homeopathy mm. and what we call traditional or um, classical medical interventions. Because, see, if you go to China, you would see that they give a certain health therapy and intervention. Mm. And they see that to be certified. They see that to be professional. Now, there is pastoral counseling, pastoral which is counseling. actually a professional track mm. that you will find in a typical school of learning. Exactly. That's now, so it's important that now... A lot of churches are upscaling yeah. competences yeah. and the capacities of persons providing counseling. So yeah. I always want to caution people mm. not to broad brush paint church or religious counseling mm. as non-professional. Mm. Because, like if I look at our setting, the kind of training that people are going through now. You you upscale you, you, them, you, you take you, them. You use the word if you now. Go, if you go you to... Yeah, that's now. why, you see, so it has always been... You, you, you see, you, I am uh, trying uh, to bring ca this caution. Yes. Otherwise, we would lose it. Because, you see, look at the proportion of persons needing 
talk therapy and look around and check the profile of the numbers of persons who are available to provide this critical intervention. There are not that many. And so we have some people down there who are being given the tools, the skills, the competences. Let us not reduce that. Let us encourage people. If you have the opportunity to get further support, let's encourage people to exactly go further, in further her support. Case. You see, that's why, why I was bringing out, and, and Rev, this is not to say that what you are saying is not right, but like you said, there's pastoral counseling, which brings in the God factor, and there's pure and uh, mm. uh, counseling models, counseling. which has nothing to do with God. Mm. So what I'm saying is that mm. if you do the pastoral counseling mm. or you do a counselor mm. who has a, is a Christian counselor, they do the two. Mm. Or a pastoral counselor mm. would have the tools as well. So the church has played a significant role to now. And we are not in any way downplaying it. But what I'm saying is that because the church's posture generally is anti-divorce anti mm. and all the rest of it, Sometimes the the posturing, I mean, look at the case of the woman who died, for instance. You think that something. Look, look at the case of the woman who died, for instance, which is in Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah, no, but you, you, see, know, you see, the danger no, of citing examples is when you don't have all the all the facts and you you hoist it as an example. I'm I've been very hesitant to raising those because see, if you want to speak to the specifics of the issues, then it means that all the facts should be on your table. Definitely, but I think that that does not belittle the issue we are raising. What we are saying is that now. To get the talk therapy people need, they are good pastors with good intentions, and their first point of call is good. In this particular case, she says there have been counselors. She didn't say one. Mm. What we are saying is that the counselors, there are different types. Mm. Church counseling, pastoral counseling is good, particularly if the person has the scriptures. But now, increasingly, and I'm speaking from experience, mm. a lot of people, when they are doing the wrong thing, do not listen to their pastors. Mm. I mean, your pastors. Well, Mickey, you, see, what I'm saying, you see, my question is if, coming if, from if this. What I'm Look, saying you meet false, somebody. Yes. Let me let me show you something. You meet somebody who says, "I've been to all the good hospitals in Accra." Mm. And my condition is still the same. And because of that, they are going to take medical interventions for granted. But you see, sometimes when it comes to counseling, it's got to do with disclosures. It's got to do with people's willingness to adjust. It's got to do with people's attitude shift. And all these kinds of things. There are nuances in the person. Exactly. Now, there are people who have sat with professionals, so-called, and they have been unwilling participants and have moved away to only to go and blame the interventionist. But the point is not the intervention. So you can say that you're being to counselor. That is not enough for me. I've got to interrogate you sitting in front of a counselor. What were your attitudes? What were the things you came to? Because a counselor is not going to tell you what to go and do. He's going to work with you to come to solutions that are things that you can live with. We, we are gathering that question. Yeah, but I think, I think largely, let me hear yeah, you. Let me hear Reverend today. Uh, on that uh, point, uh, then we we'll uh, go on uh, ahead. Uncle Mike. Yes, like so let me announce like the, to open the phone yes. lines. So let me announce the phone lines as we our last portion of the conversation today will be on the types of ships. Mm -hmm. So you can go to us on zero three zero two two three zero zero seven five. Again zero three zero two two three zero zero seven five or zero three zero two 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 four nine five nine. Again zero three zero two 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 four nine five nine. And please keep your conversation or your message or your interjections as quick as brief and as quick as possible so we can have as many as we can thank you so the phone lines are activated yeah uh, you see Uncle yes, Mike, yes. you know uh, when a person 
comes for counseling, yes. whether you benefit from it or not, yes. depends on the person who has come. Exactly the case. It depends on you. Exactly the, case. the counselor will give you advice yes. or guide yes. depending on what you tell the person. Exactly. And I mean, over time, I, I have seen that most times, especially when it has to do with couples, yeah. when they come, most people will not give you all the information. Yes. The full disclosures are not made. And oftentimes, one party is not willing, as the other is. Yes. You know. And they and and so if if this is how far or this is how much you want me to know, yes. And and I give you advice based on what you have told me. Yes. You understand? Yes. How can you then get complete or total help? That, that, that is a fact, and it doesn't matter which see, kind so of counselor. These people who are saying that the counselors have come in and, uh, and uh, uh, it didn't no, work, yes. it depends on what they shared and how you, much they were you, willing. You see, the willingness, the willingness, the key, taking mm-hmm. it from on face value from what she said, largely it's as though she may have been willing, but the other party was not. And that's often what happens yeah, with counseling, whether it's, it's pastoral counseling, whether. And no one should, for any second. Think I'm saying that I'm under down playing the role of pastor. I'm not. I'm just saying that from experience and from yeah. dealing with a lot of cases, yeah. I've come to realize that a lot of people who are misbehaving or going out of line for want of words uh, don't subject themselves. Even when they see behind their senior pastors and other pastors, they are unwilling. They give all the flimsy reasons. Even when you give them scripture that binds them to their change of behavior, they, they are not caring. So I'm not by any way negating the role of church and pastors mm. and the role they play in counseling. Mm. I'm saying that sometimes it's also helpful mm. because then there are also other tools mm. that sometimes, you know, that's okay. by their nature are transactional. Mm. So if the pastor is saying, you think the pastor is just saying noise. Okay. But when you take an assessment, that shows you that, look, these are your traits, these are your strengths, these are your weaknesses, even temperaments. There, there's a whole, there are different models you mm. can take. It will show you your fault lines. And this one is not the pastor or the counselor is speaking. Mm. It's the assessment that you did. So that alone for some transactional people becomes a mm. tool for them to begin to make a change. Mm. That's all I'm saying. I'm not okay. by any means okay. I'm playing the rule of okay. the church yeah. or the rule of the pastor. I can never and would never do that. Mm. I'm just saying that mm. people sometimes need oh, okay sorry, there's a call on the line. In River County. Good morning. Hello. Who is on the line, please? Yes. Who is speaking? Uh, yeah, please where are you calling from? Uh Madina. All right. May we hear you please? Yeah, I could agree less with what was said there about the counseling base. Actually, we can differentiate between the two, but that's not why I saw I'll leave it for you. Okay, so I'm in a transition stage life now with my wife. See, before we got married, we, we, we had the opportunity to do the whole preparation base. So what we want, the kind of home and all that was brought to the table. We did a past minus and we, we combined with what we can do with for both ends. Now, the problem is, we want to work outside the country, which will, one way or the other, control with exactly how we want to be. Because my personality type, I'm a family person naturally. And because of that, this is how serious it is. Because of that, I took my job to start my own business so that I can be present in the life of my family, especially raising my children and be a father to my children and a husband to my wife, be present so that I can control my town. Now, it is supposed to work outside the country. 
and <laughs> you are in the transition stage because there's a lot of things that's going to change right now. If she goes, and she's not been going to be counted because we are married. She, her life has to go on, likewise mine. So this is the transition we are in right now. Yes, how we are going to be father. The expenses that will come with, where will the children be? Even the time ranges that we want to keep our, we want to have all of our children will be, will be tempered with. So, um, this is an example of what is being discussed, a practical example. And I would like to say, yes. Thank you, thank you so much, yeah. Akwesi. Um, for, so I think, like this is a very critical one, like she yeah. has said. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, Rev, please let me come to you on the counseling bit, then after we'll go on to, we just have a little time. Oh, we can yeah, write. I, I, I think that, um, the will of individuals are important. If you didn't listen to pastoral counseling, what's the guarantee that is going to listen to other counselors? Mm. So the individual will is important. You know, the power of choice, it's one of the, the things that every human being has got. And a person can choose to listen and do. A person can choose not to listen and not do. A person can choose to listen and do. But if there are, if it's a couple and one person is not willing to shift, I think the other person have to be patient. And the, and not, and not be in a desperate situation. You know, sometimes people run all over the place. Can you hold your thought? Can you hold your thought? There's a caller on the line. Good morning. Your name and where you're calling from, please. My name is Cassie, calling from Tema. Um, you see, one thing, when we are discussing such a thing, you tend to leave out, you tend to forget that we are Christians as well. Therefore, we have the benefits of prayer the Office of uh, Ministry of Deliverance and Healing. So, in this situation, the, uh, it could be solved, yeah, really, as you say. There, there can be tolerance, and there can be a learning to love the person. But where the person is not willing, it takes only prayer to break his stance. I think we need to reflect God, or the argument to continue on and on and on, there will be no solution. For Christians, you have the advantage of prayer. So let's use it. Thank you. Okay. That's what Thank that's you very much. Thank you for your intervention. I saw uh, Sometimes some of my medical friends will tell you that I'm going to the consulting room on a case. And I realize that I've read all the literature. I've consulted specialists and all that. And it's a hopeless case. But I want to pray. That doesn't make them less of a professional simply because they are adhering to religious or belief system. And it's important because, see, this is what has happened in the West. And it's gotten to a point that now if you're a professional, you can't be religious. And you have to be irreligious to be professional. And for me, that's a very dangerous place to find ourselves. And I, I remember in one radio discussion many years ago, one lady said, for me to be a professional counselor, I have to put my faith aside. And I said, are you serious? No, that's, that's not, a, that's not, no, that's not, no, then, yes, that's not, that's not true now. Who hold this, look, this is why today, that's not true the now. definition of woman is even now an issue. 
Why should the definition I think, of I think there are many sides. So let's just focus on this. All we are just saying is that get help, the right kind of help. And of course, it's like Emma said, like somebody on the on the line. I think that will be our last caller. Good good morning. Your name and where you are calling from, please. Okay. Good morning. Oh oh. They are not speaking. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, the I think it's the caller. All right. You know, so I think largely we are not in disagreement that you need counseling, you need right counseling, you need, and like he said, you need the element of prayer because man is not the trichotomy of my man is a spirit, a soul, and also a body. And even when people get flirtatious, sometimes there's a soul tie, there's a spiritual connection, and people don't realize that all those are avenues where you can get trapped and trapped bigger. So sometimes when a husband is flirting, he thought he was having fun. Yeah. But I didn't know he was selling his soul to a trapping. But you know, over, over time, this kind of man yes. who is not faithful, flirts, yes. and yes. I don't know why people, people do not let, they can be transformed. Yes. But those who do not get transformed eventually will not benefit from this kind of life. They regret. No, they won't. They don't benefit from this guy. I mean, I've seen men in the end of their lives. Yes, especially and, towards the end. And like, it's a misery. I wish I didn't do this. Okay. Mama, deep place all your good, good, good morning. And where are you calling from? Your name, please. I'm Araba from Sakrad. All right. Good morning, Araba. Can you go on? Is it the program on air? Yes, yes the yes. program is on air. Yes. The counseling. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. Yes. You see, when people are going through crisis, sometimes they might not be aware of their actions. So the counselor is aimed to suggest and to paraphrase their input just to create an awareness Mm -hmm. of the situation they are in. So like the immediate past caller said, you ask them to pray together, thinking of what they are doing, bringing their actions before Christ, because Christians should communicate with God. So I'm telling this to my wife. Does it go with the word of God? What I've learned from my mother and friends, they understand. Yes. So it's suggestion. We can't advise anybody to do something. Mm-hmm. You suggest, you suggest uh, some points for them to consider and decide on. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, okay. Araba. Okay. All right, thank you. All right, so um, we got to start wrapping up. Um, so the points are all noted that we need to get help and get the right kind of help. And um, forbearance, like we've said over and over again, sometimes can help along the line. So now for the, let me read the messages uh, that are also outstanding. And then we'll look at the types. So I'll mention some of them, then we can talk around them. And I have some badly shout-outs to do before we, we wrap up. So thank you for listening. Yeah. Good morning, Farm Life. With a preference on diet, it's a big issue for me. <laughs> it's a big issue. For me, I think it's a mental something. Because myself, whenever I take meat or chicken, I feel like vomiting throughout the day. So I only take fish or eggs. But I'm not a vegetarian too. That's Nyamalo from Osu. All right. I don't like to personalize general issues, but I'm in a shift transition right now. And it's not easy. It will... 
Yeah, I would he, like to share it on fire. Okay, that's an actual thing. So he wanted yes. to know when yeah, the so he called. Yes, be okay, so he called. Yeah, but, but we didn't make any comments yeah, so you, on so that. So I don't know. So, 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 so we'll comment on that. Because that was a critical point. The traveling issue. Because that's another critical point. Yes. Location, where you want to. The fish, and the, the fish, the fish, no, no vacation. No. The wife wants to relocate out oh, and work okay, out, okay, okay. Really and he has started his own business because he's mm. a family man, wants to make mm. time for the family. Mm. So, the question is, are the bed and the, and the fish, mm. where do they make their home? Well, I, 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 I okay, so I will come back to you shortly. Let me just finish. Good morning, mm. superlatives. Personal to the topic and the discussion, ships shifting and shifted all bring forth compromising in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Shift is indeed the need. the need to adapt one's culture. Shifting also ascertains how you do it, and shifted reveals the result of the adaptation. Mm-hmm. One must not overlook this so as to strengthen a relationship. Yeah. This is from Minister Edu Jenfi <laughs> at Bedu SHS. Greetings to all candidates at all levels in the country. Thank you, Minister Jenfi. Thank you for your meaningful culture shift. Thank you for your meaningful Thank you for your meaningful contributions as well. Okay. Yes, well, we are going to address the issue. Then, mm-hmm. Mamadou, you can address the issue that um, Anana gave about the the location where where to live. Mm-hmm. Yes, Rev. well, I think this is a common thing that is happening to couples now, mm-hmm. especially uh, career couples. Mm-hmm. You know, a job career can career. take you from anywhere to anywhere mm-hmm. even within the country outside the region mm-hmm. and outside and also outside your country mm-hmm. and i think couples need to sit and talk mm-hmm. and pray mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then look at what is important for them at this stage of their marriage and that includes the children you must consider the children mm-hmm. you know what would what benefit will it bring the children, what benefit will it bring the relationship? Mm-hmm. And I, I, they need to make a very open and objective discussion. And and I think that they must um, they must um, not be too self-centered. There are times when you sacrifice a little bit so that there could be progress. And there are times when you know you have to give up. You know this couple that. Where one lady want the lady want to travel, you know. You ask yourself the question: uh, What is the benefit? Can the man sacrifice for this time, or would the woman decide that look, if I travel, it's going to harm the family, mm. so I won't travel the, for the job. These are objective discussions they need to have because once you are married, once you have children, it's not about you; it's about the common good mm-hmm. of the family. And and that should be the consideration. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you very much. You know the statement I make sometimes mm-hmm. to two categories of people, mm-hmm. and this is from a leaf from scripture. I say that if you want to be a Paul, don't be a Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you're a Paul, you can live anyway, mm-hmm. but you can't choose mm-hmm. to be a Peter mm-hmm. and be married and then choose, choose to be a Paul. Mm-hmm. The two don't work, mm-hmm. whether you're male or female. So mm-hmm. I think that these are considerations that people mm-hmm. need to make. Mm-hmm. Mamadi, yes, the, your, the your comment must, on that. She must look at the timing. I don't the know timing. the ages of the children involved, okay. but if the children are young, yeah. And I don't know for how long she's going to be away. Yeah. But if the children are young, yeah. she probably might consider uh, waiting for the children to get to some level yeah. before she does the travel. Mm. You, you know now the, there's this craze that you can't make it in Ghana. Ghana yeah. is hard. Yeah. And that I can make it only when I've traveled mm. abroad. You know, which it, it might not be wholly true. Okay. It's, it's actually it's, not wholly true. Uh-huh. <laughs> you see, so, and, and there's some people who are just... 
bent on traveling because mm. I can only make it. Maybe she has relations there yeah. who show her what life there is like, yeah. probably what they have achieved by virtue of being outside. Yeah. But she needs to look at what benefit that step brings to her family mm. and to her husband. If you go now, the man, uh, somebody spots this man, and the man, God forbid, mm. finds himself in another relationship, mm. then we are going in a different direction that might eventually harm what should otherwise be a beautiful family. Right. You see, so she so, should so look is at it. So is it an issue of value, mm. an issue of uh, people's perception? Because like you are saying, mm. when you choose to get married, it should not become the welfare and well-being of the union yes. over the individual. Yes. But largely, what you see is, either from experience or from observation or from influence, people are largely putting their personal interest above the interest of the union. Isn't it because of the comments people have made to yeah. individuals who have been selfless? Mm. Yeah. Look at that, someone who has selflessly served mm. his family. Mm. He seemed to be a fool mm. in his old age. Yeah. So now people are doing what they call wising up. Mm. And that is fatal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll leave you with my, my acronym, yes. SHIFT. Okay. Situations in life are not static. Okay. H, mm. happenings could hurt at first time. Okay. Intransigence is not helpful. Okay. Follow through with your promise mm. and trust the transitions. Trust the transitions. All right. Can, you, can, can you repeat it, please? Situations in life are not static. Mm -hmm. Happenings could hurt at first time. Mm -hmm. Intransigence is not helpful. Okay. Follow through with promises. Okay. Trust the transitions. Trust the Shift. transitions. Shifts. All right. That's wonderful. Shifts, shifting, and shifted. Nana Kwesi said that he's in transition. So Nana, we heard what my wonderful folks you have to offer for you. Mm -hmm. And you know, Let Leticia and... Um, and the team are trying to get leadership, leader freak, yes, and and leadership farm are trying to get it. So they are taking people on from the fifth to the fourteenth, from the ages of five years, from sixteenth to twentieth August, from the age of five years to twenty-one plus. They'll teach you for those days on how to manage money, how to have right attitude, how to develop social skills. And the number to call is 244 That's 244 235 Either WhatsApp or call and they'll, they'll, they'll support you. And the Ghana exhibition. Participate in it. It's the end of August as well. Mm -hmm. Call the lines that were advertised and, and let's sell and make Ghana because Ghana is for all of us. Let's make it work. Why is it taking place? It's taking place. Uh, I'm not sure. I forgot. It's gone out of my mind right now. Okay. But it's, it's getting to the end of the month. The advert will be played, I'm sure, okay. later. And, and let's make it happen. And birthday shout out. Yes, today is a birthday of, you know, we go way back from form <laughs> one. We are like f brothers, but we are more brothers and friends. So, okay. Reverend Albert, N E Okran. Yes. The N E knows what he means. Hey, big bro. Yeah, of ICGC. Happy birthday to you. This is from the M plan. You know, brothers for life. May it be a glorious and a blessed day for you. And may the Lord continue to light your path. And especially I want to go for Joshua Ni Yuba Okuenoti. 
Ah, the last child of the Queen Otisu right here in the yeah, studio. Yeah. They wish you all, they wish you all of God's best in every way. Yeah. And also, Josephine Opari, Donko, yesterday was your birthday. Yeah. We also wish you, Reverend and Mrs. Okino, to wish you a blessed year and a, a belated happy birthday as well. Yeah. And then I wish you all the June bonds, July all the July bonds in all yeah. Souls Baptist yeah. Church also a, a happy birthday and a blessed year in every way. Yeah. And with much love and affection. Mm. Special one from me to you, Josh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God give you grace. All right. And uh, we're praying for you. All right. You're going to be a, an awesome man, a All model right. of what godliness resembles for your generation. God be with you. Alright, so that's, that's the voice of Amos Kevin Annan. Mm-hmm. You've also been in the studio with Mrs. Dorakui Norti and Reverend Moses Okui Norti from All Souls Baptist Church. We have been heavily produced by Philip Nilati and Nashika Caesar with technical support from Okla Dan. So the big issue will be coming up next. So do stay tuned and don't change your dial. And in recap, I would say that we said so many things about shifts and about shifting and about shifted. And we are saying that there are critical areas and there are optional areas. But you need to look at areas of affection, of money, of communication or spirituality of the children and parenting of your value system and learn to use people, learn to use things and not people. You must check your attitude, which includes your mindset, your emotions and your behavior or your manners. You must watch your habits, discuss and shift in your language use if there's a need to. And we are saying that we are not saying that you must be so fluid that you are not static, but within the structure, there must be some fluidity. So the key element is that you, there's pragmatic shift, there's progressive shift, there's retrogressive shift. There's no shift, there's oscillating shift, there's scanty shift, there's rapid shift, there's gradual shift, there's compromise shift, there's significant shift, there's consistent shift, there's uh, careless shift. Whichever it is, don't let it be any of the negative ones. Let it be the positive ones that enhance the state of the union. And if you're in the courtship stage, look out for the red flags. If somebody is controlling, somebody is so fluid that you can't determine their form, those are all red flags that you need to be careful of. And seek help where you need. And the Lord himself will be a help to you. Thank you. My name is Michael Mensah. And we'll catch you on the rebound. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye. I thought it'd be different. Was hoping by now. I would be closer. Have it all figured out. Counting the reasons and feeling the weight of all of my failures and every mistake. And though I cannot see, I know you promised me you're making a new heart where the old one used to be. I'm gonna be changed. Yesterday, I'm gonna be changed.